the protectors of the Wood Adventure Series. Episode number 160. The band comes through. Callie hurried through the gate and trotted over to a blue tarp covering a large pile behind the apple trees next to the stone wall. She pulled the covering off, and Abby saw amplifiers, wires, a jumble of band equipment and gear. Callie began to set up all by herself, bringing heavy and awkward items out in front of the trees and moving people out of the way. A crowd quickly formed around them and tried to help. Callie handed down instructions like a professional, adjusted wires and microphones and tested the sound. The crowd bombarded Callie and Abby with questions. When are they gonna start? Hey, where's the band? When are they gonna start? Hey, we want the band! Why aren't they here yet? Phoebe came on the scene and announced she'd gotten a text saying O-T-W. Minutes later, Isaiah, Ishmael, George, Sarah, Eddie, and Jeremy stepped into the yard. George and Ishmael carried guitars, and Eddie pulled a wagon full of drums. A group of young teens followed with more equipment ignoring everyone, just plugging in and testing the sound. Abby especially watched George, but he avoided eye contact and his face was expressionless. Step back a bit, please. Thanks for waiting. We're getting it started. Make yourself comfortable, no worries. Ishmael and George tuned up. Eddie played a couple of beats. The dark clouds cut off the sun and the twilight deepened. A man in the back shouted. You got a lot of nerve. Someone else in the back yelled in a hostile tone. I'd be embarrassed to stand up there if I were you. This whole place is a joke. Hey, shut up. George looked at the ground. Stone-faced. We don't need you in this town. Back where you came from. We don't need you in this town. Go back where you came from. Back to where you came from. The voices suddenly ceased. And Abby saw Sule and Nico with a cell phone and cameras taking pictures of the disruptors in the audience. The men began to retreat back through the crowd, and Abby was thinking... More professionals. They don't want their pictures appearing online. Sule and Nico have defeated them. Incredible. We're the Thunder Rolling Band, and we're grateful for the opportunity to play for you tonight. We'll let the music speak for itself. Isaiah smiled, and people cheered. And then George stepped forward to his mic, front and center. Isaiah and Ishmael fell back a few steps. George froze there like a statue, all alone. The crowd hushed. 
He began a series of chords on his guitar, and Ishmael and Eddie joined in with slow, melodic riffs full of pain. George began his plea. quiet note and a moment of silence. People weren't sure if it was over or perhaps they were stunned by the raw feeling that came through the music. Then an ecstatic cheer broke out with voices yelling encouragement. Abby felt sure the band had met a very rough challenge and succeeded. She realized her cheeks were wet with tears. Go, George. Well done. 
As soon as the cheering died down, the band immediately moved into another sad song with George singing. was glued to the performance. The strangers, determined to disrupt the show, had all disappeared. Abby was thinking. They were probably paid provocateurs, and Morphe would want them to only go so far. Getting arrested would not be on the menu. Looking up, Abby saw Jeremy up in front on one side, standing and watching. Different people kept approaching him with a few words in between songs, and Jeremy kept waving them away and shaking his head. At the same moment, Abby realized that no one was approaching her. In fact, no one was even standing nearby. There was no doubt about it. Looking around, she saw eight or ten feet of empty space. Everywhere else, the crowd was elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder. And when Abby tried to make eye contact, no one looked back. Abby thought, This isn't just my fantasy. 
they're afraid of me or something. They asked Jeremy, what's up with this? But no one will come near me. She spotted the bishop standing near a tree observing the crowd. Like her, people gave him way more space than anyone else. And he was the only person who looked back at her. When he caught her eye, he smiled and nodded, as if to say, hang on, hold on, you're doing good, I've got your back. At least someone understands. Suddenly, George played a few chords, stepped up to the mic, and began to sing, and the band joined in. Had a friend a while ago Had no reason to fear her She gave me a picture of a bright blue boy She gave me an oval mirror Don't you know I was sorry To see her go, baby, oh no So, I'll be there for you. Just ask me to play, and I'll know what to say. If you come around today, you won't be in my way. Oh, no, baby, not you. And oh, there are questions I know. I don't care no more. Dive into the street Find our sweet way down a warm and red dream Oh, baby, it's true I'm running without an eye in my head But my heart courses set And my old dreams are now Just grows and 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 grows I'll say so long to myself again See me if you can
Yes. He was looking at me when he sang. It was... It was like a friendly goodbye. He seemed to smile. Abby moved up close to the band on the right-hand side where Sarah had been. She hoped that in the absence of George, she could at least have a word with Sarah. Suddenly, a low rumble of thunder rolled in the distance. Abby turned her head, and looking back, she was startled by the eerie sky. The sunset was now behind row after row of dark, swirling clouds. The departing sun gave a red glow to the storm, coming out over the valley like a sinister, poisonous fog. At the same moment, Abby realized that she was cold. The wind had picked up and the temperature had been falling all day. People were holding their arms, rubbing and blowing into their hands. As if on cue, the band played an ominous new bass line and Isaiah began to sing. I woke up this morning, it was dark about half past three. A thousand miles of thunderclouds was hanging over me. You can say what you want, but a mighty wind is gonna blow. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna stop now, just cause we say so. Oh, we had somebody help me. Come on, brother. Batten down the hatches, close the shutters, lock the door. I will. The lightning's gonna flash, the thunder's gonna roar. I think we all hear that rumbling sound. I do, I do, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go out and listen, take a good look around. Mm-hmm. Spit some more, brother. See the water rising and the rivers and the shores Don't think it's gonna stop It's gonna rise some more I don't think y'all hear me Hear me loud and clear Loud and clear Cause one of these old days Gonna roll in here Come on Joshua, let me hear you brother Yeah the plains the hurricane bring rain and sing the waves are sweeping over the land who knows how long that we can stand they tell me I'm making it up that I'm imagining things but what's that in the distance sounds like thunder rolling thunder rolling rolling Thunder rolling, 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 
The song came to a menacing end. Isaiah thanked the audience on behalf of the band for the invitation to play in such a fabulous place with such wonderful people. He hoped they could perform there again soon. The group took one more bow to applause and began to pack up. Young people milled around the band, offering compliments, posing for pictures, and trying to be introduced to new people. Abby watched Sarah standing off to the side, obviously waiting for George. Abby was thinking, I'll take a moment to get this off my mind. She came up close. I just wanted to tell you, you were right earlier today. I did need reassurance that George didn't take the photos. I wasn't thinking straight. And I'm ashamed that I got mad. I hope you'll forgive me. Sarah looked at Abby with a big smile. Oh, I've already done that. I didn't behave very well either. You were in such a spot. And I wasn't thinking what it must be like to be you. Sarah threw her arms around Abby, and when they separated, Abby saw George walk back toward the apple trees and put his guitar in his case. Sarah followed him. In a blur, Abby helped Stephanie, Ellie, and Sammy pack up. It was now dark, and the wind swirled, picking up dust and blowing clusters of dry leaves off the trees. She said goodbye to Sammy's team as they made ready to depart with shopping carts now empty of food. No one approached her with questions or conversation. After standing there for a minute alone, she retreated to the cottage. She was shivering and closed the windows and lay under her blanket in the dark. Sleep was merciful and came quickly. Who can be the keeper of the world we love? And can it live forever in the life above? Long ago you asked me, how can I know? And when it's all over, Where does it go? I just can't leave it To the winds of time I will hold it in 
my heart wherever I may be down the line. Please give me peace before I'm torn apart. I'm just one of many living with an aching heart. Please give me